It's time for a Real Estate Roundup. This is the time every single week we get together with noted real estate agent Terry Story. Terry is a 30-year veteran with Keller Williams located in Boca Raton, Florida. Welcome back to the show, Terry. Thanks for having me, Steve. So are homes still selling above the listed price? You know, a year, yep. about a year ago, we were talking about the market seemed really hot. Multiple and uh, you were actually talking about maybe pricing it a little bit lower so you could get multiple offers and you would end up actually selling it for more than you want. That's right. Is that still going on? It is, but not to the degree that we had seen it. As a matter of fact, the share of homes sold at or above the list price dropped to 31% in March. That was about the same back in 2000, 2001. Oh, so kind of normal. Yeah. More normal, but so a third. Yeah, and the peak was 40%. So we're retracting back a little bit. So what, what does this all mean? It basically is saying that we're seeing a shift this is another sign of a shift in the market. Okay. That's all. And the shift is? The shift is that the prices and the appreciation are deaccelerating. Okay. That's a that's a word for a diplomat, you know, or for a government <laughs> official, deaccelerating. Deaccelerating. You are either accelerating or deaccelerating, right? <laughs> uh, it's better than saying going down. Yeah, well, that's exactly my point. <laughs> right. I know. I know. So we're just seeing, things are slowing down a bit. Are slowing down a little Price, bit. Home all. prices are starting to fall at all. Well, you noticing a little softness. A little softness. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Yep. Well, that's good. But the the, the market buyers. is still very strong. So don't. Is it a buyer's or seller's market at this it, point? It all. It really is price range, Steve. Okay. Tell me about the price range. So basically, depending on your marketplace here in South Florida, over a million. That's the luxury market. That's mm-hmm. definitely softer. Okay. If you're under, well depending on where in the town you are, but under 500, mm-hmm. it, it's still a seller's market or maybe okay. definitely under 300,000. It's hard to find. Is it hard to find good properties in that 300? It is. And we actually have, the, the issue that we're experiencing is just low levels of inventory. We're still. not seeing the sellers put their homes up for sale. Under the 500. But I guess over, over the million, million they yeah, are. You can, yeah, you can get a good buy. Okay. Also, Chicago and Miami had the lowest share of homes that sold at or above their list price. Chicago was only 21% and Miami was only 14% right. sold above their list price. So I think that says quite a bit. Yep, sure does. All right. Looking at condos and the condo documents, there's nothing more boring than condo documents. <laughs> Nobody really reads them. But the point is that as a seller, and this is the key to this, you are required to deliver all of the documents, every single page. Take us through that. Yeah, so basically, and this is the state of Florida, we have three days for a buyer to review them. So Mm -hmm. from the time that you give them to them. So as a seller, it's very important that you hand over those documents ASAP so that they can have their three days to review. I strongly recommend that if you are a seller that you purchase a new set from the association so that you know that you are giving them 100% of all the documents that are No pages missing, all the new amendments and things like that. Exactly. Because I will tell you a personal story. Many years ago, a buyer wanted to back out of a deal. An attorney went through, looked through all the pages and discovered like there was one amendment missing. Mm -hmm. And based on those grounds, like, well, this wasn't 100%. Well, so how much time does a buyer then have to back out if they feel that they haven't received all the documents? Well, they have three days to review them. Yeah. And to be honest, I don't remember all the details in that specific case. Just know that there's opportunity for your deal to fall apart if they don't have all the documents. So it, I mean, the buyer 
can cancel right at up till closing. Right. If, if it's not complete. If it's not complete. I mean, that's a really big deal because the buyer may want out. Right. They may be looking for a reason to get out. And here's a simple one. Oh, you left out three pages for some reason. Right. And they can use that and they can quit. Right. And, they, it, and there's no Because you recourse. didn't give them, they didn't have yeah. the three days to review the whole entire document because mm-hmm. three documents were missing or three okay. pages or what have you. So if I'm made an offer to right. a seller, how much time do they have before they can respond to me and accept uh, my offer? Yes, that's always good. Well, in the contract, it says a date or a time, you know, a seller has till, you know, two business days, whatever mm-hmm. the buyer writes in there. So here's where it gets hairy. People don't understand in our Florida contracts, you have to respond as a seller during that time frame. Doesn't mean you have to have negotiated the whole thing out in those two days. So without getting into all the details, because it gets really, really complicated, the important part is when you're negotiating, when you're all done and you all are in agreement that the effective date is such and such, put that in writing. I would even put it in the contract. All parties acknowledge that the effective date to this contract is. Oh, okay. Because if somebody initials a contract and you're technically out of the time period there, an attorney could argue Mm -hmm. that this is an ineffective contract because it wasn't executed in the timely manner. Okay. So that's what's really important. Dot your I's, cross your T's. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Very good. So let's talk about one last thing. And that is, you know, in the unfortunate situation where someone passes away Mm. and, you know, let's say a parent or, or a sibling or child has to then try to get their property to be dispensed with. Right. What happens if they don't have a will? I mean, what experience have you had in that well, personal experience, I just lost a cousin who had a house up in a different state, state of Maine. He was 61 years old. He passed away, no will, lots of assets. In the state of Maine, it reverts back to the parents. So fortunately, in this case, it's going yeah. back to the parents and it's being handled. I believe, and I'm not a lawyer, but in the state of Florida, without a will, yeah. I think it goes, to, it the goes state. to the state. Yeah. So now that's messy. Yes. And so and time, and time consuming. Yes. And, and so if you own real estate, and any assets for that matter, you can have a simple will. It doesn't even have to be complicated, but have yeah. a will. You don't want the states to be making decisions as right. to what you want to do with your, yeah. your property. I think that's the best advice you can just give. Just get a will. I mean, if you really can't afford one, there's online sites. You can get them very right. cheaply. Just fill in the blanks. But have a will because really it's, it can be quite a mess if you do not. That's right. Okay. My guest, Terry Story, as always, a 30-year veteran with Keller Williams located in Boca Raton, Florida, and she can be found at terrystory.com. Thanks, Terry. Thanks for having me, Steve.